Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right. Talking golf 52 weeks a year and loving it. That's what we do every Sunday right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello and welcome. Thanks for checking us out and for making Tea to Green a part of your sports weekend. The gang's all here along with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie, Robert DeCosa, the Duke our producer and master control. We have another big show for you today with a couple of big-time guests. There's a big tournament going on this week at Pebble Beach in women's golf. They don't get any bigger than the U.S. Open. Our buddy Ron Syrak with the Golf Channel has been covering the action all week, and he joins us for a live update from Pebble Beach later in the hour. But at first, there is only one organization in golf that serves every sector of the golf business, that's the National Golf Foundation. Since 1989, Joe Bettis has been the head man at the NGF. In fact, Joe has been with us many times through the years to talk about the business of golf. As of a few weeks ago, the National Golf Foundation has a new president and a new COO. His name is Greg Nathan. Joe is still there, but he's sharing his power with Greg Nathan, who's been with us in the past. Greg Nathan will join us today, the new president and the COO of the National Golf Foundation, here on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What club should I choose? You know, I'm lost out in the forest. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show, Tita Green, now on Sirius Channel 217, XM Channel 203, and the Sirius XM app. Go to our Facebook page, give us a like, check us out at tdgreenradio.com. Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Evans, we are teeing it up and talking golf with Greg Nathan next, right here on Tita Green.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078 800-535-6078 That's 800-535-6078 Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. The show by golfers, for golfers, you found it. It's Tita Grain, your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio online and on your smartphone or whatever mobile device you listen to Tita Green on. We appreciate it. I'm Jay Ritchie, along with Jerry Evans, back with you for another show. It's been an interesting couple of weeks, and uh, it's good to be back with a live show this week. Yes, it is, and it's a pleasure to be here once again. Hope everybody had a wonderful Independence uh, well, I'd like to call it an independence week because it's all yeah. about the 4th of July and then extended. And I know it's for the week because I've heard more fireworks 
after the Fourth of July. <laughs> then before and during. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, same here. Um, last week, a couple of weeks ago, we were live down in Grand Dodie in La Vida, Colorado. Right. Our show from there had such a great time. Want to again thank the folks for the hospitality they showed us, and we had such a good time, and the show turned out so well. I thought, what the heck? Last week we just went ahead and replayed that show right. uh, from the previous week because it was a Fourth of July weekend, and so we gave Grand Dodie Peaks a twofer. And, uh, again, thanks to Corrine Corden and all the folks down there at Grand Doty for a really nice, fun Sunday uh, doing the show and then playing some golf. And, of course, they're expanding into the 18-hole course. They're just about ready to do that. But we had a lot of fun. We played the, you know, the what was it, 10 holes or 10 something holes. like that. Yeah. And uh, it was an exciting event. Uh, it was a lot of fun for all of us. And uh, we didn't play that well, but we didn't care. Coming up today on the show later in the hour, Ron Syrak. Golf Channel, LPGA.com, will be here live from Pebble Beach. She'll be talking, of course, about the biggest women's golf tournament in the world, the U.S. Open. Isn't that an $11 million purse and yes. the winner $2 million? Yeah. That's incredible money. Yeah. That's good because uh, it's about time that they uh, paid the women golfers a lot better than what they were getting before. I agree. I agree. Uh, right now, standing by and ready to go on the tee to green guest line from the National Golf Foundation, the brand-new president and chief operating officer. We've had him on the show before, but in, in a different role, different hat that he was wearing. But we're happy to welcome Greg Nathan back to tee to green. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm doing great, Jay. Good morning. Yeah, good to have you back with us uh, on the show. Hope you had a good 4th of July as well. Indeed, I did. Uh, as far as, before we get into your your new role, your new job, uh, some of the things about the NGF and some of the things about where the golf business stands right now, let's talk about the National Golf Foundation. I said in the open, it's the only association that serves every sector of the golf business. For those who don't know, what exactly is the NGF and what do you do? Thanks, Jay. So uh, I'm one of the luckiest people in the world. I get to think and write about golf every day. I get to work with those who run you know, golf's most significant companies every day uh, and all the way to startups or a superintendent at a nine-hole uh, course in Iowa. Uh, just because the NGF founded 1936 as the trade association for every business that operates in golf. And uh, now most folks who operate in the industry know that NGF is the independent objective reporter, studier um, of the vital signs of the golf economy. So we look very carefully at what's going on with demand for golf, everything to do with golfers and play, uh, and we also pay very close attention to the supply side, you know, the operating golf courses, retail stores, driving range, golf entertainment, uh, and the businesses that operate. So um, I have the good fortune of, of being at the NGF where not only do we study and have data that helps explain what's going on in the golf economy, but I also get to work with those who run uh, golf's most significant company. So it's, it's, it's a nice 360-degree view we get so that we can serve those who work in the industry with insight and data. Did you have to climb the hill in order to get to the position of um, president and chief operating officer? Did you kind of come up through the ranks? Well, 
I have been at the NGF. I just celebrated my 16-year anniversary here. Uh, I was seven years at Golf Magazine in New York before that and did about 10 years in the ad agency business on Madison Avenue in New York. Um, so I like to think that I was able to take something away from every single one of those those experiences, bring it to the NGF where I started in June of 2007. And uh, I certainly have incredible respect for those who have stewarded this company and this brand before me. Um, I would I would say to you both that uh, credibility and trust are the most important assets of of the NGF. And uh, you know the best thing I can do is is continue to main, uh, maintain that for the organization. Yeah, a lot, lot of that credibility and trust comes from a guy named Joe Bettitz who. Uh, was the CEO and uh, president uh, since 1989, and a lot of people are in and around the golf business know know Joe, know uh, what he's done through the years. What's uh, what's happening with Joe? What's he doing these days? Well, you know, Joe still has an unbelievable amount of energy uh, and ideas, and he's an amazing person. Uh, I'm so lucky to have had 16, 16 years so far to work with him. Uh, you know, I, I have the good fortune of, of working with him every day. And uh, this, is a, this is a sign that there's an opportunity for, uh, you know, some additional leadership of, of the organization. We have an amazing executive team still led by Joe as CEO. And, uh, now, this, of course, would be a, a, a sign of, of a succession plan, um, but Joe is still you know, running the NGF, and I have the good fortune of working with him every day. He's an amazing man. As uh, you've been in and around in an integral part of the NGF for so many years, as the new boss, what do you hope to bring to the table? Well, I'd say that you, know, you could start just with, with the differences in our backgrounds, um, Joe, Joe having, you know, be, Joe is a unicorn, okay? Joe having a PhD and being uh, so incredible at, at uh, understanding research uh, and data and statistics, um, you know, he's a unicorn in that most people who have PhDs and that, that kind of intellect aren't always, you know, the best public speakers. They're not always the best with at being outgoing and, and relationships and sales and uh, he's a, an amazing combination uh, of, of, of skills in that way. So I have a different background. Obviously, uh, you don't uh, you don't see people calling me Doctor Nathan unless they're really having fun with me on the golf course. <laughs> um, you know, I do have friends that call me that, but I don't have the degree to back it up. But I, I'm much more of a, I would call myself a, a positioning and branding and sales guy, somebody who in their early 20s could have told you, hey, you know, I, I was very lucky. I knew in my early 20s that I wanted to work in golf. I knew I wanted to build relationships with the business leaders in golf. I wanted to know them, and I wanted them to know me because I did something of value for them. And so it's amazing, but I found this needle in a haystack place and a needle in a haystack job where I get to, to every, everything that I do is about helping golf businesses be more successful. I'm just bringing a different background to the table um, than Joe is. So, of course, we're, you know, we, we, we have different points of view and may 
bring different things to the industry because of the lens with which we see the world. What did it mean to you when they decided to put you into this position? Uh, it, it means everything. It's it's a uh, a reflection of people in the business of golf uh, who I've had the opportunity to touch in one way or another and to help their businesses. And you know, the, there's there's no way that I could be promoted into this position of leadership for such an important organization um, if people didn't know, uh, if it wasn't clear to them that I'm here to help them. We're with Greg Nathan, his new role, his new job, the president and chief operating officer of the National Golf Foundation, the only trade association that serves every sector of the golf business. And we can can we call you Doctor Greg? Is that is that fair? <laughs> is, that, is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you, you can call me anything you want. Uh, just usually <laughs> nice stuff. I, I like nice things. All right, we're going to take a break. Greg's going to stay with us for another segment. In our next segment, we want to get into a little bit more about the state of the golf business, the golf industry, what things look like midway through the year, uh, and what uh, what the NGF and the golf people expect for the rest of 2023 as well. Greg Nathan, our guest today, Jay and Jerry, and this is Tita Green. Be right back. moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. It's news, it's interviews, and lots of fun for everyone interested in golf. Destination listening for dedicated golfers. And you found it. It's T.D. Grain, the golf show with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie. Great to have you with us today. Coming up in just a little bit, Ron Syrak joins us from the 78th U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach. Our uh, guest uh, on the T.D. Grain guest line right now. We continue with Greg Nathan back on June 19th. National Golf Foundation promoted Greg Nathan to the position of President and Chief Operating Officer. He takes over for Joe Bettitz, who had been the President and CEO since 1989. Bettitz will remain CEO and continue to work closely with Greg Nathan. Uh, Greg, uh, the NGF, one of the things you guys do is track golf and the participation and who's playing, how many folks are playing. And uh, I know recently the NGF put out the mid-year report looking at 2023. Bring us up to date. What's going on? How's golf looking right now six months into the year? I'm not telling you anything you you don't know. Um, But we're looking halfway through the year. uh, Rounds, one of the the more clear metrics of, of activity, rounds being up year-to-date about 5.5% uh, compared to the same period last year. Uh, you know, the early months don't account for that many, uh, that high a percentage, but when you start getting into April being up 8% versus last April, you look at May being up 10% versus last May, you know, these are still good signs. Uh, weather is always uh, the element that has the biggest impact on rounds, so the weather has been kind. Uh, overall nationally, which has helped that five and a half percent, five and a half percent growth. Um, in Colorado, you know, where you guys do your broadcasts, uh, still uh, 4.4% rounds up year to date entering June, which is close to the national averages. A uh, lot of other good signs just in terms of uh, where we are through half the year, things that show that. Golf is in a pretty good state of equilibrium. I talked about the golf economy earlier, the, the balance of supply and demand. Um, you know, U- U.S. market, the richest in the world for golf, uh, almost 16,000 golf courses you know, in total, more than there are McDonald's or Starbucks locations, which I think would surprise <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we haven't 
been because of uh, where we are with 16,000 golf courses, you know, there's been relatively few openings each year for the past uh, 10 years or so, generally 15 or fewer. I think we're headed uh, this year, 2023, for the most new course openings in a year and more than a decade. Uh, I think what we're seeing for the most in the openings uh, is that it is really high-end uh, golf product being built, um, both private clubs and resort golf courses in particular. I think that we will see at the end of the year uh, still the trajectory of closures uh, in America, flattening. We project maybe around 100 uh, 18-hole equivalent closures by year-end, which is about, about normal. Um, and the closures that people talked about, you know, pre-COVID, you know, 2006 was the first year of, of more closures than openings in America. But the closures that are happening now because the golf economy is, is more in balance, the closings that happen now are, are generally not because a golf course is struggling so much that it needs to close down. It's more typically because uh, the owners of a golf course get an offer they can't refuse because of um, opportunities for commercial or residential uh, real estate right. opportunities. In fact, uh, you know, a couple of this year's closures include a 36-hole facility in New Hampshire uh, that was sold for almost $122 million uh, to build a target distribution facility. Hmm. Uh, so, so where closures at one time were written up by local local media as being a sign that that golf is dying, uh, the drama. Um, even then, it wasn't necessarily the truth. But but now, when you see closures, it's generally uh, not because the business was suffering so badly. It's because of quote unquote a higher and better use. Now, I don't think there is a higher and better use for beautiful land and to, to play golf, but, you know, other folks have different ideas and different motivations. Would you say that with all the closures and weather and everything else like that that's gone on, would you point out that uh, these are some of the bigger surprises or disappointments as far as this year is concerned? Uh, I, I don't think uh, the, the closures are disappointments at all. It's still the continuing... Um, balance of supply and demand that happens that happens naturally. So I wouldn't say there there are too many disappointments at all. Uh, you know, of course there are going to be individual cases with a particular business or a particular golf course um, that that may not be doing well, and, and that's just the nature of any economy. There is no uh, economy or micro economy where everybody does amazingly well all the time. Um, and I'm not really surprised. By much, there's a great deal of stability uh, right now in in the golf economy. Um, we still have really big numbers of folks who are participating uh, in in golf off course, and the NGF measures that in terms of how many people uh, hit a real ball with a real club with a full swing at places like Top Golf uh, or simulator play or at traditional driving ranges, and uh, 2022 was the first year where the number of people who participated in those types of activities off course was more than those who participated on course. And that's fantastic for the game of golf in terms of having people uh, engage in the game in big numbers. Um, there isn't a, a sport or activity in the world who wouldn't love to have what's going on with the growth in off-course golf participation. 
The growth in off-course golf. We're with Greg Nathan, by the way, National Golf Foundation. The growth in off-course golf, has that taken a lot of people by surprise? Um, I, I think it probably has. Uh, you know, the continued investment by Topgolf in, in particular to grow and give more markets and more people the opportunity to to hit a real ball with a real club in an environment that is um, incredibly approachable and accommodating and fun. You know, the, the thing that has limited on-course golf over time just has been the, the perception of, of intimidation and how it is difficult for a novice, in many cases uh, novices, women, children, minorities, have looked at the golf course environment and not felt it was particularly uh, welcoming and accommodating. And that is the area where golf continues to need to improve, um, to, to open, open our arms uh, to people and not take for granted that people who show up know where to go and what to do. Um, and when you think about the growth uh, in, in Top Golf, you think about the growth in simulator uh, activity at places like Five Iron Golf, for example, um, you know, it is fantastic uh, be- because it is so accommodating and welcoming. There's a lot that the your, on-course industry can, can learn from that. What are your expectations for the rest of the year? Um, I, I really do think golf will remain uh, stable and competitive. You know, any industry always has to look out for the possibility of, of recession or other, you know, geopolitical things that, that could upend any part of our economy. But in the absence of that, I would expect, you know, the golf business to remain strong. There's quite a bit of equilibrium in the supply and demand sides. The narrative about golf is really positive. Um, there's really, really nothing getting in the way other than some, some, some bad weather. Uh, nothing that would uh, make me or those at the NGF think there's going to be any uh, unusual volatility. Are you guys tracking off-course golf as as much now or putting as much uh, effort into tracking it as you've tracked uh, green grass golf through the years? Um, we, we, you know, green grass golf is always what's, what's most important to those companies who we serve and those who operate in the industry. But when you have you know, 28 million-plus people in America hitting a real ball with a real club with a full swing in one of these environments, it's critical that we measure this and measure over time you know, the impact of the off-course participation in terms of you know, did, it, did it get people from what I would say, get people from the couch to the course? Uh, to what extent is it serving as the bridge uh, a less intimidating bridge where someone might go uh, to a driving range or a top golf or a hidden simulator and be like, you know, I think I can make that, that step uh, and go and play green grass golf. So we're, we're measuring it very carefully, um, you know, to the same, a, a similar, similar way nationally with a national rep sample every year. So we keep track of, of what's going on there. All right. When it comes to hitting a real ball with a real club and a full swing, Nobody does it better than the National Golf Foundation. You got that right. And Greg Nathan, the new president and COO, our guest today on TV Green. Greg, it's been fun. Let's do it again. Come back and update us uh, down the road a little bit and see where things stand then, okay? Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Greg Nathan from the National Golf Foundation. 
the new president and chief operating officer. And we congratulate him on his promotion. Yeah, congrats on the new job and the new promotion as well. We will take a quick break and be right back. Ron Syrock taking us to Pebble Beach and the U.S. Women's Open next on TD Green. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Golfers listen because we speak their language every week here on TD Green. The language is golf. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Evans. 
Thank you for joining us today. Before we get to our next guest, Ron Syrak, quick uh, note here. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, but Grand Ode Peaks in La Vida, Colorado has reopened. The Tom Weisskopf, Jay Morris design, uh, one of the top mountain courses in Colorado, La Vida, and the Kachara Valley, beautiful place, a one-hour drive from Pueblo, about 90 minutes from Colorado Springs, and about two and a half hours southwest of Colorado in the south central mountains of our great state. In addition to great golf, you can check out the Grand Dodie Peak Steakhouse and Bar. You can also check out the Grand Dodie Grill, oh, now serving sandwiches, drinks, and other specialty foods. We had a chance to do that two weeks ago when we were there. The Grand Dodie Golf Course currently open for nine-hole play only. The full 18, they've been scheduled to open on uh, July 20th. I don't know if they're going to make that or not. They may push it back uh, another day or two or three, but uh, you can check the website playgrandodi.com for more information on that. Right now, you pay for nine and play ten, so you're still getting a deal. For more info or to book at tea time, call seven nine seven one nine 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 play seven one nine 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 play or visit playgrandodi.com for more info. And we certainly had a lot of fun being there and broadcasting uh, from that particular venue. And uh, we wish them all the best as they get ready to go to 18. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully the sooner the better. Yeah, yeah. that would be nice. Yeah, they've been, they've been working on it, and they, they haven't gotten best cooperation uh, from Mother Nature down there well, as who well. Has? Who has? Who has? I'm ready to build an ark right now here in Colorado. <laughs> we get so much rain. Okay, line up the animals two yeah. by two. <laughs> yeah, speaking of weather, it's been an interesting weather week at Pebble Beach, as it always is. Right. 78th U.S. Women's Open taking place. And joining us right now to talk about that from Golf Channel and LPGA.com, our good buddy Ron Syrak. Hi, Ron. How you doing? I can tell you this for sure. I have never been this cold in July in my life. <laughs> I was, you know, I was planning to go out there to to Pebble uh, for the Open this year, but I've had a few health issues I've been dealing with, so I canceled my trip. And after watching the last few days, I'm kind of glad I did, even though it, really. it would be Pebble Beach and it'd be a lot of fun to be there. Yeah, is it going to be any better today? Uh, doesn't really look like it. Uh, it's still going to be in the low 60s. The marine layer is still hanging around. We've seen precious little sun here. But I'll tell you what, it's been a truly, truly awesome week uh, in every regard. This is the first time the U.S. Women's Open's been here, even though this is the 14th USGA Championship played at Pebble, but it's the first time the women have played here. And this week has been just a big week-long celebration of women's golf. On, on Monday, we had the past champions dinner. They, the USGA flew in 39 of the uh, past winners of the U.S. Women's Open. And then on Friday, we said goodbye to two icons of the game, Annika Sorenstam and Michelle Wee. Both said they were playing the U.S. Women's Open for the last times. Uh, and, and then, you know, the venue is just... Uh, uh, every time I see... <laughs> I see this golf course, and I, and I watch people work their way around. The 66 by Nasa Hataoka yesterday was the best shot of the day by four strokes, the best round of the week by, by two strokes. And every time I see something like that, it makes me appreciate even more what Tiger Woods did here in 2000 when I watched him shoot 12 under par on this golf course. That's amazing. And you think about uh, how things have progressed. 
especially for the women's game, I think this is just a, a really uh, a big feather in their cap because they have for a long time suffered through all the, the, the fact that most people would say, well, let's follow the men's tour and the women will just kind of fill in the gaps. But having a, the, the opportunity to play the women's open at Pebble Beach, I, I know it's got to be a big, big deal for all the women. The commitment by the USGA to to upgrade venues and upgrade prize money for the for the for the women is is just very 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 impressive. I mean that they uh, they had brought the uh, increased the purse to ten million dollars a couple of years ago. Well, this this year they upped it to eleven million dollars, two million dollars to the winner. It's going to go to twelve million dollars next year. And and look, they played the Olympic Club a couple of years ago. They're at Pebble this year, and, and coming up down the road, they have Oakmont, Riviera, Oakland Hills, Pinehurst, Number Two, Chicago Golf Club, Marion. When, when you you take the U.S. Women's Opens to venues like that, it helps grow the women's game because it brings fresh eyes to the product. There'll be a lot of people who's going to turn in to watch today on TV just to see Pebble Beach, and they may be experiencing women's golf for the first time, and then they may realize. What an entertaining product it is. Ron Syrak with us from the 78th U.S. Women's Open. It would have helped, Ron, to have a few big names on the leaderboard for the last round today if, as far as uh, getting more eyeballs and more people tuning in. What happened to folks like uh, Danielle Kang, J.Y. Coe, Nordquist, Lexi Thompson, Jennifer Cupcho, uh, some of the big names that uh, didn't even make the cut? Yeah, that's sort of been the story for for the LPGA season this year. Is that a lot of the names that we thought were going to be uh, um, uh, have dominant years this year have not really performed on that level. I mean, who would have thought coming into the U.S. Women's Open that number one and number two in Player of the Year points would be Ruining Yin and Lilia Vu? But you know, that's exactly uh, what it is. And now it does two things. One, it showcases the uh, the depth of talent there is in women's golf. Uh, and a couple of Americans on the leaderboard, Allison Corpus and, and Bailey Tardy, are two real. And Tardy is, is a rookie out of the University of Georgia. Corpus is a second-year player out of the University of Southern California. And uh, they're fresh young faces out here who I think are going to be forces to contend with down the road. Uh, the name that everybody was uh, um, highly... Uh, Anticipating this week, Rose Zhang, who uh, the first tournament she played as a professional, she won it. First time in 72 years somebody's done that on the LPGA. The first yeah. major she played uh, as a professional in the women's PGA, she finished eighth at Baltus Raw. Uh, she's lurking at tied for ninth right now and, and has a chance for another top ten finish in, in a major in only her third tournament as a pro. So a lot of people are probably wondering, Pebble Beach, it was a... Was the setup too tough? Is it too hard for the ladies? What do you think? No, it's it's it, it's exactly the um, um, it's it's exactly producing the kind of results that that it, that it did for the men. I mean, uh, the conditions have been were, were made tough this week by the fact that the marine layers hung over the course all all week, and it's made it play longer because uh, because the, the the air is thick and heavy, and and the rough is uh, is uh, moist and gnarly. And these greens are so small that if you miss greens, making up and downs is hard. But right now, we've got six players under par. You know, when Tiger Woods won here by 15 strokes in 2000, he was the only player who finished under par that week. Uh, everybody, everybody else was over par. So 
I, I think the USJ has gotten really, really good at setting up venues for women, and they're getting a results at this U.S. Women's Open. Um, very, very similar. Mirrors very, very similar to the kind of results they get when the men play a U.S. Open here. Yeah, was that the tournament where they said if if you could have taken Tiger out of the Open, it would have been a really good tournament? <laughs> yeah, really. Because everybody yeah. else is unstuck. Yeah, right, I mean, you right know, he went 12 him. under, and the, the next best score was three over par that, that week. You know, it's, it's the most dominating performance I ever saw at a golf tournament. Ron Syrak is our guest. Uh, he's been at the U.S. Open all week at Pebble Beach. NASA Hataoka, Japan. 66 yesterday in the third round. She's at seven under par. Corpus a shot back. Bailey Tardy, H.J. Kim, three shots back. Tell us a little bit more about Bailey Tardy. Well, as I said, she's a rookie. She played her college golf at uh, um, uh, at University of Georgia and has very, 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 very low status on the LPGA this year. You know, she had to qualify to get into this tournament. Uh, but but she's playing with with uh, a lot of sass in her attitude. Uh, um, what impressed me yesterday is she struggled. Uh, she shot a seventy five, but it was a seventy five. It could have been worse. It could have been a seventy nine. But she just kept plugging away and plugging away. And uh, uh, I expect her to stay. She goes into today three shots off the lead. Uh, I, I expect her to to stay in contention uh, all the way down the, down the road. She's got she's not only got the game, but she's got the attitude that it, that it takes to play uh, in major championship golf. A lot of that has to be attributed to her strength because she seems to hit the ball farther than everybody else. Yeah, she does, and uh, and uh, you know that's a big uh, it's a big advantage she has over uh, Corpus. Corpus, who is an amazing, she's got a great USGA game in that she's a fairways and greens kind of player, but she doesn't hit the ball very far. What she does do is she hits 86% of her fairways, uh, which mm. is, which is, is pretty good. But, uh, Tardy more than, I mean, Corpus can't overpower a golf course and, uh, Bailey Tardy can't. She can, she can go out there and overpower and, and more and more in women's golf. It, it, it's coming to be that that those kind of players, like in the men's game, the bombers out there, uh, are the ones who seem to be populating the uh, the top of the leaderboard. Nasa Hataoka, we don't know a lot about her. We do know that she's a pretty good closer, though, isn't she? Isn't she? Well, she's won six times on the LPGA. She's only twenty four years old. She's already got six wins on the LPGA, and. Uh, she's lost two majors in playoffs. Uh, she was uh, at Kemper Lakes in 2018. She was in a playoff uh, for the Women's PGA Championship. And she lost that to Sunghoon Park. And then in 2021, at the Olympic Club, she was in a playoff for the U.S. Open with Yuka Sasso. So she's twice put herself into playoffs and uh, hasn't been able to get it done. I-, I think she's probably the best player in the women's game right now without a major championship. Uh She's got a good little secret weapon going for her today, which her caddy, Greg Johnston, uh, caddied for Julie Inkster for 12 years, won four majors with Julie, including two U.S. Women's Opens. So uh, he, knows how to, he knows how to get around on Sunday at a major, and, uh, and we'll see how they hold up today. You know, you've got to wonder with her, it's 66 yesterday. It's hard to follow a great round like a bogey-free 66 on a, on a venue as difficult as this with another really good round 
but she's not going to need to shoot 66 today. I'm thinking if she shoots 71, maybe even 72 today, that she wins the tournament because uh, uh, nobody's – there's only been one player, Allison Corpus, who's been under par all three rounds. And there have been very, very precious few scores in the 60s this week. Is the weather going to be an issue at all today? It, you know, if the sun does manage to break through in the afternoon, uh, um, that could mean that the wind will come up. We, there hasn't been a lot of wind here. There was enough yesterday to, to make club selection a little bit confusing. But uh, if the sun could break through this marine layer and the wind starts to come up, uh, then, it, then it's a whole different thing. And, and you know, I mean, the, the piece I wrote yesterday, it said, Pebble Beach is the only golf course that's got an 11-hole back nine because the back nine really starts here on number eight. The first seven holes are the scoring opportunities at, at Pebble. You've got to step onto the eighth tee, uh, two or three under par on your round for the day because the golf course gets really, really hard after that. Eight, nine, and ten are three of the toughest consecutive golf holes uh, anywhere in the game. So... Um, Look for people to make their move uh, uh, early in those first seven holes and then hold on over those last 11 holes. It seems like with those uh, three holes that they're happy if they're plus one or getting even par because uh, a lot of times you're never going to get anywhere close to a birdie. Yeah, I saw yesterday we had a nine on number eight yesterday. We had a, we had a <laughs> bunch of sixes on number eight. It's a brutal golf hole. All right. Hey, Ron, appreciate the time again. Uh, great job. Enjoy the final round. Hope you hope you warm up a little bit, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. That is uh, Golf Channel's Ron Syrak. Also, check out his work at LPGA.com. When it comes to women's golf, Ron Syrak is the man. He is the man. And when it comes to women's golf, they don't get any bigger than the 78th U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach. Last round today on NBC. We'll take a break. Back with more of Tita Green right after this. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. 
Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. Way to go, Jerry. It's Steve Green, another edition, winding down. Boy, it's been a quick hour. That's what happens when you get great guests like Greg Nathan and Ron Syrak to join you today. Before we leave, quick check of what's happening in golf. Tour champions are off this week, but how about Bernard Langer and what he did last week winning the Senior Open? He was amazing, and uh, we were talking about the fact that he's so gracious Brought Jerry Kelly and brought him forward, and they finished up the, the 18th uh, together. Yeah, that was kind of neat. But congrats to Langer, who just keeps going and going and going. PGA Tour this week, the John Deere Classic, TPC Deer Run in Illinois. This is a tournament that has the little John Deere tractors as the tee markers. Yes, <laughs> that's kind of cool. Brendan Todd, 16-under, one-shot lead over a trio of Adam Schenk, Denny McCarthy, Alex Smalley, all at 15 under par. Peter Kest at 14 under. And eight players at 13 under par. No household names there. No, yeah, all the big names are out overseas getting ready for the British Open That's right. in a couple of weeks. Uh, again, the 78th U.S. Women's Open, Pebble Beach, Nasa, Hataoka, Japan. A one-shot lead going into the final round today over two Americans, Allison Corpuz. At six under, a shot back, and Bailey Tardy four under with H.J. Kim also four under, three shots off the lead. Pretty much you think the winner is going to come out of that group right there. More than likely, it's going to be tough to score really high, or I should say really low. As I said, uh, the final round today coming up in just a little bit on NBC. It's been a pleasure. Thanks to Greg Nathan for joining us today from the National Golf Foundation and to Ron Syrock. Thank you for joining us. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight.